How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Danielle McCartney. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan. WFAN. Well, here it is. Good morning now at the stroke of midnight here on The Fan in New York City. Good morning, New York sports fans, or good night, whatever you want to call it. I'm Danielle McCartan. McCartan at midnight here on The Fan. We'll be taking all things New York sports with you right up till the second 2 a.m. on this Saturday evening on this daylight savings weekend in New York City. So we've got, you know, 12 to 1 o'clock, 1 to 2 o'clock, and then we'll do the 1 o'clock hour all over again. So this is going to be a three-hour show right here from the Big Apple and Emmanuel Barbario coming to you live from the Carton Roberts studio or the Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan. So go ahead, start dialing that phone, 877-337-6666. We are taking calls right here in this first segment. And some programming notes. I have two guests tonight in the first 1 a.m. hour. We're going to look at the three hockey teams in our area with Mr. Devil and a great friend of the show, Ken Danico. And in the second 1 a.m. hour tonight, you know, turn the clocks back. We'll talk with former NFL front office executive Amy Trask for my November selection for Danielle's WFAN book club. So have a knack for business. Always wanted to learn about the inner workings of an NFL front office. Tune into that segment and you'll probably be looking to buy yourself a copy of her book now out on paperback. It is called You Negotiate Like a Girl, Reflections on a Career in the National Football League. And no, it has nothing to do with being a girl in the business. Uh, So we'll talk with Amy Trask later in the show about that. But first, we have to talk about, I guess it's now we can call it Friday, not yesterday, but Friday's Yankees post-mortem press conference. I mean, where do we even start? In the soft open just a few 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, we talked about how the Yankees are just not good enough to beat the now World Series champion Houston Astros. And, you know, about this this press conference, it, it's as if being swept by the Houston Astros in the ALCS wasn't frustrating enough. It's as if being swept by the Houston Astros in the ALCS wasn't heartbreaking enough. It's as if being swept by the Houston Astros in the ALCS isn't maddening enough. The Yankees, and in particular... Brian Cashman had a whole bunch of the same nonsense to say. Every year, it's the same nonsense. And there is still this feeling of, well, they're the smartest in the room. They know better than you. 
Yankee fans are smart fans. Every player that plays here and is asked about the fans says it. I I was in the room during the ALCS when Jose Altuve was asked about Yankee fans, and he was like, Yankee fans? Yankee fans are fans. And that's how he said it, and he elaborated on that, but everybody knows New York fans are smart. And I know because I talk to them every weekend. I talk to you every weekend, whether it's the Mets, if you're a Yankee fan, Devils, whatever. You know, I just pointed to the TV. That's why the Devils came to mind. But I wish I was to talk to you more often. But every weekend I get to talk to New York sports fans, and they get it. So by and large, I think that that press conference fell completely flat. It was sterile. It was stuffy. It was just blah. And I think as a result, I think Yankee fans were aggravated by it. I think Yankee fans are angry about that press conference. And I think Yankee fans are feeling a little bit helpless about it. Because I think it came off, uh, you know, it came across as a few things. And I've got three kind of main themes from it. And then we'll get to your themes about the press conference at 877-337-6666. But, like, A, for me, first, it came off full of excuses. I mean, like, turn it into a drinking game and take a drink every time either Boone or Cashman cited bad luck, cited their injuries. I mean, listen, injuries are a part of the game for sure. LeMayhew, Benintendi, I mean, two main cogs on that team, guys that get on base, two starters defensively. But that's where depth kicks in. And, and clearly, the general manager failed in that department. But And, and what about that bit about Josh Donaldson that Aaron Boone was talking about? Here's the quote. And, and tell me if you know what it means, because I, I didn't really get it. Boone said, quote, coming out of the lockout, Coming over to a new team, Donaldson didn't really have time to build. Blah, 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 blah. What? Do you mean to tell me that Josh Donaldson came right out of the lockout and into the ALCS? Is that what you're talking about? Is that a joke? I mean, excuses, excuses. And B, I've got a clip here from uh, Brian Cashman. B, A, it was full of excuses. B, it came off as tone deaf. I, you know what? Listen to this. I think I'm living proof, and I think our, our um, you know, ownership is living proof of the fact that, you know, people don't get lo- let go because of results. If they have a good process, and they're doing the job well, and they have, you know, sound answers and reasonings, and, you know, the ultimate outcome doesn't happen, you know, I think that's taken into account. And so... Anybody so, that we've lost along the way, it's either players are off of uh, or the process that, that they implemented or, or, or chose, you know, again, with information provided, you know, uh, and suggestions made along the way. You know, it depends on each individual circumstance. But whenever changes happen, they're not, they don't come easy. They come with a lot of sound decision making of uh, as you evaluate it. And, and uh, ultimately, it's like, uh, you know, as we try to find higher ground, you know, you have those hard discussions and, and then you, you know, weigh, you know, uh, I think uh, I don't have to use the word evolving and evolution and stuff like that. So we're always looking to get better and find better and, and, and just cut it. This is ridiculous. It's, I mean, is that not just the most smug, most arrogant answer you've heard from a guy 
who, and by the way, that was uh, that was courtesy of SMY, but smug, arrogant from a guy who hasn't seemed to figure it out just yet in his process that strikeouts matter in the postseason. I'm talking about strikeouts in the batter's box, of course. Oh, and, and, and that leads me to C. My takeaway from this is, is, is point C. A, full of excuses. B, tone deaf. And C, stubborn. I mean, from Brian Cashman saying about Boone's in-game decision-making, quote, I do not question, or maybe, I do not question his process, end quote. Well, especially when dealing with the bullpen and the appropriate times to take out the Yankee starters, I suggest you do start to question the process, actually. And then there was Aaron Boone. See, I told you I was eating my lunch at school while I was listening to this, and this was a point where I almost tossed my lunch because Aaron Boone was talking about Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, the you know the defensive whiz, the defensive genius, the defensive guru at shortstop that the Yankees acquired this year. Well, Boone said, quote, on the whole, I felt like he was, by and large, excellent defensively and in the top part of the league at shortstop, end quote. And I'm going to start the next sentence and say, and that, quote, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa had a really good defensive year, end quote. And that is from Aaron Boone. Now, wait a second. (laughs) We just talked about how New York sports fans are really smart, right? Isaiah Kiner-Falefa was benched for game one of the ALDS, for example. If he was so excellent defensively, and if he was in the top part of the league in shortstop, and he had a really good defensive year, then why was he benched in the most important series through that point? It doesn't make any sense. He's so excellent. That the way he helps the Yankees team in the postseason is by sitting on the bench? Stop it. I I never want to see number 12 at shortstop at Yankee Stadium again. And how easy was that to see that he was, all along, a stopgap shortstop? I had callers, uh, and I had Twitter warriors, keyboard warriors on Twitter, killing me for that take earlier in the year. Where are you now? You know what? I know you're not going to call because the rebuttal is he was benched during the postseason for a rookie. So if you're looking for answers from this Yankee press conference or if you're looking for accountability from that end-of-season Yankee press conference, I'm sorry, but you probably didn't get what you wanted. That's for sure. So free agency begins Thursday, 5 p.m., Astros in the World Series. Let's go. 877-337-6666. In the order that you called, Teddy and Yonkers, you're up first here in the leadoff spot on the fan. Danielle, I have to echo everything what you were saying. I was watching the game with my girlfriend, and I'm, you know, I'm saying to myself, whom are we kidding? When you look in the mirror, you know what's happening with your life. You know what's happening with your teams that you root for day in and day out. Sure. Danielle, I'm 73. I don't know if I'll ever see a championship team from the Yankees before I leave, man. But, Danielle, I echo everything. Cashman and Boone, they are out of space, completely out of space. And I know that George is watching from heaven and telling him, his son, hey, how? Get off your behind. Sign Aaron Judge 
and forget the money. We have the money. I want to win. Mm-hmm. I want to win. That's the bottom line, Danielle. You're so bright. You're so astute. You should be general manager. <laughs> oh, you should God. be general manager. Everybody, you hear that? Call for Danielle to be general manager. Cashman, leave already. Stop giving us this baloney, okay, that we've come far and that we're pretty good. And, and every time they ask Aaron Boone, yes, we, we have the talent to win. We have the talent. No, you don't, Aaron. No, you don't, Cashman. You don't have the talent. Look at what Houston did. Look at their pitching. Mm-hmm. Look at their clutch hitting. Look at their young players. Look how and they I put the ball in play. Is, Danielle. Let me hear what you have to say. Yeah, Teddy, you got it. Look how they put that. I'm going to add on to that. Look how Houston puts the ball in play. Look how they, they – Jose Altuve watched him before go first to third on a ball, uh, uh, hit to shallow center field. Show me more than one Yankee that can do that. You can't. You can't. Well, Castro, did he even get an appearance on the base paths? If he did, it was an amenable role. You got a healthy John Carlos Stanton. He's not playing the outfield. You got Garrett Cole who can't work him. He's not allowed to work himself out of it. He's your ace for crying out loud. You can't let him work out of a bases loaded jam in, cr- in crunch time. Who's your closer? Who's your shortstop? You know, I, I mean, I, it's just, they're, they're not close. I, I can't believe this Yankees team got to the ALCS. I can't believe it. So many question marks. So many. And how about the black hole that's the catcher's position? I know Trevino just won a, a gold glove. Fine. But you got to have some sort of offensive catcher to compliment him. Higashioka is not the answer. I love the guy. He's not the answer. You had three guys in the postseason in your starting lineup that were hitting under 100. How do you think you're going to beat the Astros? You're lucky you beat the Guardians. Kevin and Camden, you're up next on the fan. What's up, Coach? How are you? I'm getting a little fired up tonight, Kevin. I, I can hear it. It's good, it's good to hear that passion. The only, and I'll, I'll tell you this. The only thing that tells me that I've been listening to that garbage, that that's what I'll call it, garbage, is it, it just confirms my thought. I have no confidence in the direction of that team. Yes. I mean, Boone and Cashman, Boone, when they said Boone was coming back, I, I, I read that and I just said, oh, I said the word because I was like, that, that just shows well, they're not going to, they're going to go by the payroll. They're not going to do any big moves. You're not going to see like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I told you this last week and I'll say it again. I think Judge is gone. I'm sorry. I know there's some fans holding out hope, but this Yankee team, you know, I just don't see them spending the money necessary to win. I don't see it. I see the Mets doing it. I see, like, the Astros. I see the, the Dodgers. I see the big teams doing it. The Yankees are operating like a, like, uh, a mid-market team. They're, yeah. they're like, they're like the Wilpons, like, they're, they're acting like the Wilpons used to run the Mets. I don't see the Yankees pulling off the big moves, and I'm sorry. There's so many holes to fill. You're just right about the catcher. I mean, Chapman was gone. I mean, the way they handled situations this year, the way, um, you know, when Severino was uh, they've gone for the last couple of weeks, and, he, and you know, that thing with Cashman, when he said, oh, you know, I, I talked to Severino, but he wasn't, you know, and then Severino was upset about that. But Chapman going AWOL. I mean, the lack of 
transparency with the organization is a big, big issue. And I'm telling you, it, it might deter some uh, players from signing here. I have zero faith in this organization, and I'm pissed because you let us, let us be frank. You have to. It has. It starts from the top. You don't do stuff from the top. You're not going to do well. So I'm telling you, with those two clowns as uh, running the organization, I have zero faith. I'm sorry. I'll say it like that, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm really hoping that somebody wakes up because I just again zero faith. That's all I got. Zero faith. Kevin. You nailed it. I mean, yes. Yes to all of that, Kevin. And, and you know, and, and the one thing I will say is I did like how they handled the role of Chapman. You're not going to show up to, to a workout? Then you know what? See ya. I agree with that. No, but I'm saying they have, they really have to. I just think the communication support. And you mentioned, you forgot one thing about uh, Dyson. He smiles after the strikeout. Oh, I mean, yes. this guy's an idiot. Oh, yes. I mean, and you have to try to move on from Hicks is another problem. Oh, I mean, yeah. I could we can go over and over with this. Yep. And Rito's going to decline his option, so he's probably gone. What are we going to do? Because I don't know what we're going to do. Kevin, I'm just, trying really to add, I'm just trying to add something up right here real quick. So yep. Josh Donaldson accounts for 15.56% of the Yankee payroll. Aaron Hicks, who you wow. also just mentioned, accounts for seven point nine nine percent. Together, I'm gonna I'm gonna round up here. Mm-hmm. They account for twenty four percent of the Yankees payroll. The two of them, the two bums, account Dang. for twenty four percent of the Yankee and, payroll. And next you got year. and you got Tyone. Not you know he's going to be a free agent, mm-hmm. so you need to add pitching. What are you going to do? Because who the heck are they going to sign? The Grom's not going to be. I mean, I'm seeing, I'm seeing. I saw there was a thing on the New York Post. Oh, potentially, oh, the Yankees could spend big with Diaz and the Grom. Now, the first off. Diaz and McGraw are not going to the Yankees. Let's get that. Like, what are the Yankees going to do? What are they going to do? Because I don't know what they're going to do. And that's the frustrating thing. The, 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 the guys who are supposed to be your leaders, the manager, Bone, and the freaking GM, who's freaking um, Steinbrenner's son, for goodness sake. Yeah. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? I don't have any faith in them. And Steve Cohen, you know he's going to run circles around them. He's going to run circles. And he's going to show, you know what? It's going to be a Mets town. I'm telling you, it's going to be a Mets town. For the next twenty years, because this organization is so inept. I mean, it's just, oh, you just, believe I'm it? But you believe you, we just frustrated. used "inept" and the New York Yankees in the same sentence, Kevin? And thanks for the call there. Uh, before I, I send this to break, I, I did another, some more math. Uh, I'm on the website Spot Track, and Kevin mentioned the payrolls and the luxury tax and all that, right? Operating like a mid-market team, which they are. Okay, so the 2023, according to Spot Track here. The 2023 tax threshold, uh, you know, for for a club is 233 million dollars. Okay, as it stands right now, you know, with Chapman off the roster, with Judge off the roster, the Yankees have the ninth highest total payroll in the league without guys like that on the roster. Right. So, if the luxury tax threshold is 233 million dollars, and they uh, they are. Uh, their active payroll is a hundred and I'm gonna round up hundred and thirty-five million dollars. Do some math. Yankees have ninety-eight million dollars to play with, you know, in, in a single season to stay under that tax threshold or, or that basically hard salary cap that Hal Steinbrenner has turned it into. Ninety-eight million dollars. That's like, what are you gonna give Aaron Judge? Thirty-five? And then what? I mean, yeah. It's just it's just a uh, sticky situation, that's for sure. And you know what? I, I had one more um, takeaway from the Yankees' uh, season ending and whatever you want to call it, press conference. 
you know, uh, Kevin said about the hope for the future, you know, Brent Cashman is staying. I mean, like, yikes. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.